0: So I, um, I went to, I went to the indoor cart track this weekend I think it's so much more and that's always fun because it's you perfect. were always, you're always there with people that you, that like, that, you know, just don't know anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just, they just never know anything at all.
1: Do you, do you like do that to like raise your confidence and feel like you're better than people? Like that's I mean, a I'm sure, I'm sure
0: I'm sure that serotonin boost is definitely a part of it. But what I like to do is I like this this is kind of goes into yeah, what I was yeah. saying before I was really interrupted. I um <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> So I <laughs> I sorry. I like um I like going there like I I like going there and running laps cuz it's a nice way to keep sharp in like an actual vehicle. And then also I like going there when it's crowded. Um like on weekends and stuff. Cause I like passing people. I like, uh, like keeping sharp, like reaction time wise and like, you know, learning how to maneuver around people. Like I, I enjoy that a lot. That's like one of my favorite things about racing, which you guys already kind of know, but it's a good way to kind of help work on racecraft Cause you just like you pick up on stuff and it's, it's a good way to, it's a good way to work on your reaction time and racecraft.
2: Joe, are you What's doing that specifically things? in a way? So the fill, the, uh, little e- template covers it up. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's new,
1: um, Joe?
0: Joe being a butthole behind the scenes. Oh. Always got demonetized like five Ooh-hoo-hoo. seconds. In. I, I said butthole. We're good. Yeah.
2: Um. At least I didn't say the other one. True. Speaking of racing stuff, Joe, did you see what I bought this week? I didn't. Oh, let me post the picture in here for you.
1: <laughs> Not that I'll. I
2: took. I took it out to the BMX track though, and I did.
1: Oh, Since you yeah. guys
2: love to plug my oh. Instagram, I finally posted something on Instagram, and it's me using said thing. Um, let me post the picture. Oh, I bought... Right. For those who won't be able to see this picture, I bought a Sidehack BMX bike, which is essentially a BMX bike with a sidecar, so oh, you can go shred with one of that. your bros. That's
0: so freaking <laughs> awesome. Joe, put that in the podcast. Just, just, just stick the picture
2: in um
1: so i just I, real quick tommy literally does zero editing and we are two minutes in and you guys already want me to do editing i just I, I just i just wanted to mention that out there just putting that out well there. yeah because yeah, we you're have, better we have,
2: because you're better
1: we expect the best from you and the best mm-hmm. part is tommy won't watch this so he won't know that i said anything about it yeah exactly he'll like the, the video <laughs> <laughs> we'll like he'll, the video
2: he'll put it on mute and play it in the background to give us a the view <laughs> there's
1: there's literally how many of us do jtn stuff seven now Mm-hmm. there's never Us
2: three weaver tommy and then ricky and then who else
1: i guess i double counted myself um anyways mm-hmm.
2: i mean you do twice oh bristol there you go Oh, there's there seven. we
1: go there's seven yep um yep. there's never seven likes on these videos it feels like
2: yeah hmm gotta step that up <laughs> i bet it's ricky ricky yeah. never ricky let's blame ricky since he's actually not here ricky likes himself.
1: every single jtn tweet unlike you two, so
0: ricky doesn't like all the youtube videos which i usually do if i see it in my sub box oh, or if i know, know that one there, came out there's the see, catch if i Mine. see it in my sub, ba- sub box or i know it came out if it's a live stream i like hey, it if it shows up my sub box i like it if it's a quick, podcast for i all like the kiddos
1: it. out there that need some guidance in their life make sure when you choose your friends and your colleagues they actually support <laughs> you instead of fake supporting you when you're on camera and then not supporting you behind the scenes i support all the time Dude, I i
2: listen to the show like twice a week every time we do it <laughs>
1: i i have shown my
0: f- more people this podcast than you guys <laughs> it's a have
2: bull ish i have
0: i have friends that have watched it my family watches it
2: i uh I there got are my... people
0: who i know that are no longer in my life now that subscribe to the
2: podcast on spotify <laughs> my roommate's girlfriend's dad is now subscribed to jtn so
0: listen joe Listen, Joe. Just because we're not in the, just because we're not in the sticks doing all the little likey dikeys and all that little stuff, you can't, you can't say that we're not supporting because we're doing all the
1: work outside of it. We're getting I, the word out, word of mouth. I just wanted to make sure you guys knew I was back. I just wanted to rally up to start one of these, and I, I yeah. did my job.
2: Yeah, we're starting off, starting off. Well, great. now
1: I'm mad. Good, good. Maybe you'll have some energy now for this episode. Um, no, I
0: won't. Anyways, hey, folks. wait! A right, quick question. Quick question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Joe, you're close to Canada. How do you spell the word color? So.
1: When I like, I just, like want, to I just be, want to ask this. When I when I be when I like to um, so there's like what color and there's other what are the other, there's other words? Is it humor it's is Just one? Co- I'm I'm no, yeah, there's humor. other words like
0: yeah 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 color um, humor. How do you spell those?
1: I sometimes when I'm typing I do the C O L O U R. That's wrong. But most of the times it's C L C O L O R. That's wrong. How do you spell color?
0: I don't.
2: (laughs) Davey's like actually I'm colorblind so I don't have to worry about typing. Welcome
0: to the Fake Risers Podcast. My name's Davey Hazard. That's Joe Tulansky. He is Matthew Steelman. We're here to bring you this week's recap on the two Richmond races that happened, and really, that's about all that happened. This episode's off to a weird start. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was thinking today, I was thinking about the podcast. Why? Because, again, when you you do, you know, 85% of the work, you have to think about these things. Um, I was thinking. I'm unbothered. I know you are. You, you there, see, doesn't care, folks, doesn't care, Davy Hazard, don't care. Um. Anyways, mm. that was a good sip of water. <laughs> Excuse me.
2: Real hydro homie, right there. I was thinking
1: about I'm it today, and I was hydrated. like, "Wow, did I miss doing the podcast last week?"
2: And then you were like, "Nah."
1: <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> it's like back and forth so we'll see how this week's episode goes and we'll go from there anyways no, um, but like Davey said you know our names you know who we are if you're tuning in if it's your first time tuning in our names are like right above. well my name's above my head Davey's name is above his and Matthew since he's a perennial bottom of course he has to be on top of his name Um,
2: oh boy I
0: just
1: had a um that was daring. That was bold of you. That was, yeah. Joe. I literally made that joke like six episodes joke, ago. Joe came back all
0: yeah. PG 13 on us.
2: Yeah. Listen, this ain't your grandma's podcast.
1: <laughs> this ain't your grandma's <laughs> fake racers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. Oh my god can't thank you folks uh, enough for tuning in this week. Visual gags are going to be a thing. I, Look at this tiger. Ooh.
0: I can thank you enough. There's definitely enough times. I don't need to thank you over and over again. I th-
2: I'm not going to lie. I thought you had a black and mild in your mouth for a second, Joe. <laughs> 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 like, what is that?
1: It's a pen. Yeah. In case you didn't know.
0: If I saw if I saw Joe Talansky show up at a gas station, I'd be like, oh my God, Joe's in Florida. But then he would order a black and mild. I'd be like, oh. All right, he can do that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, NASCAR, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for tuning in this week. I'm it's back. A racing podcast feels so <laughs> feels so. You know, honestly, if we had more of this banter, I think we'd be more successful. So, you know, well, it's yeah. because I mean we're funny Anyways, guys. NASCAR Cup yeah. Series and three dudes. I mean, pretty much, you're not wrong.
0: <laughs> I made a great joke. I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh no, you're, neat, you're fine. He's laughing. I don't. Joe's I funny. Don't, Joe, I don't, you're I don't, funny, Joe. No, Joe, you're no, funny. No. funny.
0: Joe, you're funny. You're funny, Joe. You're, Joe, yeah. you're funny in a, in, a, in a Joe way. You know what I'm saying? In like a, in like a, <laughs> a Joe Towanski talking about dang old dry humor Matt Kenseth, thoughts. who I am kind of way. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you ain't wrong. Anyways, NASCAR Cup Series action from Richmond. Uh, the question has been posed. It's on the sheet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it off loud. Out loud. Shoot. Are we back to normal? let just says back to normal. So back to normal? Question mark.
0: Uh, one race out of all these races, I don't. Th- I'm not gonna call that back to normal yet. We thought that when Larson won early in the season, that wasn't the case, and we we were definitely not back to normal yet. Uh, you know, I struggle to see a status a, a status a status quo happening with status this car quo. at all. Status quo. I, I struggle to see a status quo happening at all this first season. Um. I think we're going to keep getting kind of like little because even this race, you know, the reason that I think it came down to this, and I'm sure we'll get to it when we talk about the strategy of this race and whatnot. But like this, it was a typical short track race where it's a long short track race where we had a lot of comers and goers, and naturally, the teams with them with more resources found their way at the front quicker than the teams that maybe don't have as much resources or experience getting their cars to the point to where they're race winners by the end of that race. So it kind of made sense that we saw the typical guys come back to the front over the course of that race.
2: Yeah, not every race is going to be, you know, just like the crazy lottery that we've seen for a lot of this year. And, and like you're saying, you know, this race had significantly less attrition than like the rest of the races we've seen this season, which means a lot less problems for big teams. Cream's going to rise to the top. So, you know, I mean, you even still had Ross Chastain ran really well, but mm-hmm. um,
1: that's yeah. Kinda- you know, that attrition is a good note because richmond not typically a track where there is a lot of attrition i think the yeah. stat was in the gen 6 era richmond had the least amount of incidents um think about how many richmond races even in stage in the stage era have kind of gone green green flag all the way through mm. um, yeah was there saying- was a
2: tweet i saw that there are I don't, I think it was the um, Cody Ware and Ricky Stenhouse incident. That was the first multi car crash at Richmond since 2019.
1: Was it Cody Ware and Ricky Stenhouse or was it Cody Ware and Eric Jones? that was another one.
2: One of those two. I don't remember.
1: (laughs) I saw his tweet after and I guess I forgot about the Stenhouse one. So maybe he was talking about Stenhouse and not Jones. I don't know. Never mind. I hope so. Anyways, I don't want Cody Ware coming after my driver. I'm really scared. Really scared oh, yeah. shivering in my boots, um sorry, cody yeah i status status quo back to normal in the end, you had a lot of you had the Kips cars show up finally this year, mm. uh, they'll probably show up this weekend at martinsville, martinsville, huh, get it um <laughs> ew. it's a short track, and a lot of their guys are kind of geared more towards those short tracks, it seems look at it, the Turex out of nowhere these last three years went in at least two short track races a year um it's I don't know it's it's so hard because eventually we're gonna get to a point where the good the teams with more money will have more resources and will have better information and I think that's what you saw this weekend the teams that have more money more resources pit crews came in and to play Gibbs has the new pit mm-hmm. pit thing. Uh, that they're doing to go like everyone going around in the front of the car. Yep. Thank you. I it Listen, I just called a barn burner of a TMP Cup Series race from Atlanta Motor Speedway. So <laughs> if I can't I use big words. I apologize. So, hey, that's what I'm here for. I know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Always here to support me, Davey. Always here to support me. um, Yeah, I see nothing wrong with that statement. <laughs> But yeah, I I don't I don't know if it's back to normal. I think what we we saw for through the first 6 races is what we're going to say is normal this year. A lot of parity up and down the running order. Uh as as the season go, goes on, you'll see less components breaking because teams mm-hmm. will kind of realize how to mount them, place them, maximize things. It's just, it's still we're still in the trial and error phase with this car.
2: Yeah. And it's like what I said earlier this year where I don't think the next gen is necessarily going to completely scramble the running order. It's it's going to close the gap between the top and the bottom. The good teams are still going to be good. The bad teams are still going to be bad. I think there's just going to be a greater chance of the field getting scrambled up on occasion like we've seen. Mm -hmm. So.
1: Yeah, agreeable strategy was the big key. And I think why a lot of folks really like this Richmond race. Richmond always has a lot of strategy when it runs green flag like it does. And it did. Um, You had a bunch of different pit calls. You had William Byron at the end making a pit stop with like 90 laps to go and then deciding to run <laughs> it to the end and I think he ended up finishing third. Which yeah, almost I think, paid off. Yeah, I, it ended up not being a net gain but, or it was a net loss in the end but just barely. Um, Truex was going to do... Truex was doing the one stop and then Hamlin and Harvick did the two stops so you had those four were your top four with Hamlin and Harvick going one, two. Um, but strategy, strategy was the big, big keyword this week with a lot of folks. It seemed like really liked seeing old school strategy.
0: Mm. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't know if this weekend necessarily goes against or for the argument of strategy still existing during stage racing, because you could argue that there would have been more strategy or, you know. Because I, I saw a lot of that this weekend, where people that's were such
1: a dumb argument complaining is, about stages. So, real quick, explain it. It okay. A big reason why Hamlin, I don't Harvick. Harvick was in front of Hamlin, I think, before the first pit stop, if I recall correctly. Um, reason why the Gibbs cars and Hamlin specifically were able to gain so much time was their net positive on the pit lane. They were at least a tenth of a second quicker, if not more. I think it was, might have been even four-tenths on average quicker on the pit stops this weekend because they were running that new choreography. Um, also, the whole argument about the stage racing and taking strategy out of races, I, the the road course one always gets to me because people, oh, stage racing ruins road courses, and sure, that's fine. It does it, though, because it it's taking away the element of, okay, now I'm running this race from back to front. Right? Which was the old adage with the road courses. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm running to the stages. Do I pit before the stage, after the stage? You see the same thing at Pocono sometimes. Um, it's, just, it's just different strategy. Like, I, I don't get the, the Xfinity series or the Truck series. All you're doing in those series is you're taking Green Flag pit stops out, which honestly, especially with Truck series, isn't necessarily a bad thing with the truck series. Yeah. Yeah. Emphasis there. I just, I I don't, I don't see the gripe with it because it adds more. It it doesn't, maybe it doesn't add more, but I don't think it subtracts like everyone says. Yeah, I, I find that hard to believe because it's a new element and, and I get it. You don't like the race being broken up. You don't like cautions at certain laps. I get that. Not the biggest fan of it all the time either. But, when you see people that have been against it from the start they're still against it again fine but then anytime one wrong thing happens they're going to be picking it picking it picking it and this this argument about the strategy thing i just i i don't see it maybe
0: yeah i see both sides of it personally because i i do understand where those people are coming from where they talk about you know i i mostly see it on the road courses if anything that's the only place that I really, really notice it because on ovals, you're going to, your ovals, like, like it's a lot of people don't like it because it feels like manufactured strategy. Like the cautions are there so you can plan around the cautions. Yeah. And that, that, that is the actual argument that I think they're trying to make. It's not that it gets rid of strategy. It's that the manufacturing or manufacturing It's that the strategy is manufactured. Which I kind of only sort of get that I like I I like that that is a it's a true statement and I get it, but also like it's no different than without stage breaks like a caution can still mess it up just like a caution would mess up your regular race strategy like it's
1: it does it kind of it
0: does kind of feel like like you're just arguing at a brick wall when you talk about that argument but I I like I I understand the frustration but it's like you're arguing about a problem that doesn't really exist it's just something that you that you dislike
1: it's it's back to that artificial versus natural argument we've kind of talked about a lot of times here right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know matthew do you have anything
0: Matt, any thoughts
1: sometimes Um, sometimes we like take everything and then matthew's just kind of sitting there cross-armed and looking i'm just chilling looking like a bro
2: (laughs) i'm just listening so i don't care Um,
1: Go side hatch.
2: Yeah, I th- I think that yeah well, yeah I gotta go shred with one of my bros in a couple of days. Um, yeah, it, I think it's stages are complicated because overall I'm not a fan of stages. Um, but I you know there's been races that have been you know improved by stages. I feel like stage breaks actually did kind of set up the crazy strategy we saw at the end of this. But then you also get the flip side like Coke 600 last year, which just made you know it f- split the race up into four. Seventy-five lap or um hundred fifty lap stages or hundred lap stages. So it's literally just you run fifty laps, pit, caution, pit, and then you just repeat ad nauseum. And it made the race a complete chore. So I don't know. I don't think there's absolutes for anything. I would rather not see stages, but I'm not gonna just sit there and say that every single stage break is bad.
1: And if you want to yeah. get into that more too, NASCAR when they originally did stages, the first half of the race was supposed to be stage one, stage two, and since then they've broken it up for whatever reasons i know bob parkris tweeted out saying that the reason was they don't want long green flag runs which is very dangerous bob very dangerous but could be yeah. true um they will run, they will grab that like a mob and they will run with it um
2: <laughs> sorry my mic made a noise <laughs>
1: um yeah it's the Coke six hundred is a beautiful example, right? The whole four stages thing is a little uh overkill. Um, yeah.
2: And the fact that it's four stages all of equal length and yep. it literally split up perfectly where you just pit halfway through and it's like, all right, what's even the point?
1: <laughs> so, so and then you're just waiting on cautions to come out. Okay, do I come down yep. pit lane, get tires? Does it what's the advantage of having tires? Yeah. And again. Stages, strategy. Strategy will always have a place in racing, to go back to the main question. But uh, the guy that capitalized on his wonderful strategy from his crew chief who is amazing was Denny Hamlin. It's his first win of the year. Gets out of the doldrums of the points up to 20th. Yep. Uh,
2: I saw a tweet that I really liked, which was Denny Hamlin unlapped himself with 35 laps to go and then passed William Byron for the lead, I think, with 4 to go. So in 31 yeah. laps, he ran down William Byron on speed. Yeah, it was
0: really nutty. It was yeah. a really interesting end of the race. I just there's really not much I, I can really say about it, like it happened. But I was just I I just like I know they were saying that was gonna happen and like that was a possibility. It's just insane that it happened. Like it was, it happened so fast.
1: And, like yeah, it felt the and,
0: it felt like the race was he was a lap down and then the race was over and then he was doing burnouts. That was, it another, was so weird.
1: That was another thing. People uh, complaining about Fox not kind of showing Hamlin and Harvick cutting up through the field. Yeah. Um, Part of why you feel so shocked by seeing that is because they weren't focusing on it, I think. Would you have like, yeah, seen cause... it? see it? Yeah, but I'm just... Because it, f-
2: it was funny in those final ten laps, they were all focused on, like, Truex is running them down, and Larson's running down both of them. And then five mm-hmm. laps later, Larson's, like, six seconds back, Truex has been passed by both of them, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Hamlin and Harvick are out of nowhere breathing down Byron's neck, so... I thought that that whole last run, however long that last green flag run, that was really fun. That was a, yeah, it was it was a good finish. Agree. Even Agreed. even if people didn't really care for the rest of the race, it was a a very cool conclusion. And we did get to see a little bit of strategy there.
1: It was a good so. race. It was a good race. And Gibbs overall has that big rebound day. All their cars running well, including Christopher yeah. Bell. Kyle Busch uh, was running well. I don't I think he did. He end up finishing top ten.
2: I don't think so because he never got a caution to catch him back up. So So Mm -hmm. he had to
1: come back down the pit lane. I think they pit him though. They like they did his second stop then, right? I don't think
2: they. No, I don't think they did. I think they just came because it was right after a pit stop. Because it's so.
1: What I remember them putting tires on, and I don't know why you'd put tires on if you're not pitting them, pitting them, pitting them. But we'll go back and check. Anyways, the the thing with this was apparently they put a piece of tape on the. Uh, opening on the front of the car, the grill opening, which is a big no no with the next gen car. Um, of course, they said that it was a mistake, probably was because that's yeah, I yep. mean, that grill opening's pretty big. If you <laughs> I don't know oh, he idea. did
2: come back to finish ninth, how
1: about that? Yeah, so I'm gonna say, I
0: thought he got a top 10, but I didn't want to, yeah, I i didn't want to be wrong, so I didn't say anything. Yeah, got top 10, idiot, on.
1: so <laughs> bozo. Um, <laughs> No, but an interesting thing there with Kyle Busch, and then they said, oh, we've had it on there for 200 laps, and now they're black flagging us, which, if that's the case... That fair. was
2: the weird thing about that's it. That's the fair part. Because it thing. was a bright green piece of tape, and the fact that it took NASCAR 200 laps to spot it is weird. I will say... If that it, is the case.
0: I will say it's they probably, it probably did take them to... It probably was on the car for that long. NASCAR is put in a position where if the team decides to dispute that or if if they're not sure where that piece of tape came from they have to go back and verify when how and where that that piece was put on the grill whether it was an accident or not and if it's an accident obviously probably they don't get the penalty but they had the, i mean they have to go back and verify it, and I don't know how long that takes 200 laps maybe is a bit excessive but they do have to go back and verify it, so that could be that could account for some of the time that it took to, you know, hammer down on the penalty. I, I, It doesn't explain 200 laps, maybe, but it explains a little bit of it. Maybe yeah,
2: now not. I'm interested. I'm looking at the highlights right now. I'm interested to go back and watch the full race when it gets uploaded and see if you can spot it on the broadcast. Yeah. To see if to it to. truly was there the whole time.
0: Because it was bright. Like, you, you'd be able to notice it.
1: But I wanted yeah. to bring up bad NASCAR, funny NASCAR. Ha 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 ha. So, yeah. Agreed. I Oh, and and don't forget, bad fox, ha ha ha, bad skit, ha ha, funny, bad, pre-race, bad.
0: I mean, the pre-race isn't great, but it is kind of like... You know what it I'm is? Gonna...
1: Don't watch it. If you don't yeah, watch it, and... maybe they'll agreed. stop doing it. So.
0: Agreed, agreed, absolutely. No, I totally agree.
1: <laughs> Apparently, right in your angular post on Twitter ain't working. Um, Xfinity Series. <laughs> One driver was uh, a little upset. Another driver was uh, happy, but also. Uh, I don't know, weird, weird interview from Ty Gibbs, my opinion. Uh, but he moves John Seems to be a we... trend. Well. How do we not get a
0: weird interview from Ty Gibbs?
2: Yeah, he's just a weird dude.
1: Um, it's so... like he's in the middle
0: of his marketing training or something. Like yeah. his...
1: So he gets his he gets his. Well, he is with TRD, I'm assuming.
2: Yeah, I Yeah, I
0: guess technically he would be at some point. But yeah,
2: I keep forgetting he's like a literal child. Yep.
1: I remember yep. my dad asking the first time he saw him, how old is like asking if he was like 15 and I'm like, "No, he's he's 18, 19.
2: Uh, he's born in 2002. I don't like that."
1: Yeah, it's a <laughs> little weird.
2: <laughs> anyways is he old?
1: Anyways. Um Yeah, sorry. Tagao's who's John Hunter, and would check out of the way. Their game, bad etiquette. Kind of, it it uh, kind of goes back to the Ross. It doesn't. I saw a lot of people being like, "Oh, you can't, you can't pick and choose. Oh, you like this driver, so you say it's okay, and then another driver doesn't, you say it's bad." And that's very being very pick and choosy, but okay.
0: Here's my deal. Here's kind of where I stand on it, because I full disclosure, none of us really watched much of the Xfinity race. I yeah. saw the last bit of it, and I saw the replays of the Ty Gibbs incident. My deal is from what I understand of the context of the race prior to that and that incident, Ty Gibbs didn't have to really do that because it felt like to me, John, John, who is normally a quite aggressive driver got around Ty Gibbs cleanly made the pass cleanly got up into the lead
1: little coming off the corners tender, but short track racing.
0: Yeah. I had a short track racing and it kind of felt like the move Ty Gibbs made was a little was a little bit cheaper than than the one John Henry, John Henry made cuz I just so, it's tough because I just said it's short track racing and people are like short track racing use the bumper and it's like
1: Yeah but he used the whole door. He
0: used the whole he used the whole yeah. door and then on top of that like he did he did did he really even have to do that? Number one it's a teammate. Number two he just passed you clean and number three you have a preferred line. You did not have to sh- shoot him up. You did not have to dorm in the middle of the corner. You really just didn't have to. Yeah. Yeah, Probably would have beat him otherwise. It's the
2: fact that he did. He did it two corners in a row and like didn't even try to make the corner under John Hunter, which really rubs me. Especially in three. And I know people like Joe, you were saying it's like, oh, what are Ross Chastain? It's it's apples and oranges. One is that was a battle that built up for a long time. Again, I'm also not saying what Ross did was okay.
1: No, I know. But I heard last week. I, I listened to the podcast. Yeah.
2: Ross gets punted out of the way. He then returns the favor. John Hunter never punted uh, Ty Gibbs. It was just a matter of, oh, he got next to him. He doored him in turn one and ran him up the track. And then they were side by side into three. And then he just didn't even give John Hunter a chance going into three. And I was like, that's not even racing. I hate, I hate when people use the oh, short track racing. Uh, short track racing is a load of Here, I'll sign language it so you don't have to censor it. Um, Now he's got to blur it. (laughs) It's garbage. I hate that experience because short track racing culture is garbage to begin with. So the fact that it's just okay if you just knock somebody out of the way pisses me off.
0: I feel like it's a canned excuse for people who... It is. Yeah.
2: Like, just...
1: Short track racing is garbage. Clip it. Someone clip that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He just said it. No, I, I don't think that's the culture of it, though. I, I really don't think I don't.
2: It. Maybe man. it's not been the culture forever, but it's definitely the culture. with it's the this, culture with of it with NASCAR. New, yeah, with NASCAR and with like the wave of young drivers. I, I hate to sound like all the, oh, the young kids back in my day, you know, like it's been like this for a long time, but there's, I hate it.
1: There's no leaders. So, but yeah, I don't remember if we've talked about this and I don't remember if it was on a podcast. I would reference you to an episode if I knew I don't. Um, we talked about at one point about like locker room leaders and, and drivers being that in the garage area and how like Mark Martin back in the day, Jeff Burton, there, there were guys, right? Yeah. Um, doesn't feel like anyone ever picked up that mantle. I mean, Jimmy Johnson, I don't think picked it up seven-time champion feels like he would be a guy that would. I don't think, I he, think did. he
0: did. I think he did amongst the Hendrick drivers. I don't think but, he did with the field.
1: Right, and yeah. and that's what I'm saying. You have to, having that guy to teach the etiquette, I don't know how many times I've heard people say that within the sport, and I believe it, right? You have that in every sport. I mean, you have that in football. You have that in baseball, hockey, basketball. Heck, you have it in pro wrestling. You have those locker room leaders that are like, hey, you know, don't do that. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. Cut it out. And, you know, I, I look back at like Brad Kislowski trying to be a vocal guy and everyone crapping on him and Denny Hamlin being a really vocal guy now and everyone kind of being mixed on what he says. And just it doesn't help when you call a guy a hack either after he wins a race um, and discount his whole career. But anyways, not the point. Um, Baby. Just such a baby about that. that, that one I
0: knew you were going to have to say something such about a baby. that. Baby.
1: That one always gets me, man. Oh that one always gets me. Yeah, yeah it's, it gets me it's, it's one thing... i mute you, baby. Yeah,
2: you see, like, okay. obviously, like uh, you mentioned, Brad Keselowski and Denny Hamlin have tried to step into that. You it feels know.
1: like they have. I don't know if they have, but it but feels like it. It's
2: hard for it's hard for you to take it seriously when they spent the entire young part of their career being the guys that pissed off all the veterans. It's but the same least, reason why, like, everybody makes fun of Kyle Bush and especially Joey Logano when they do it too. And it's like, look in a mirror. You don't even follow your own rules, dude. Yeah, Which... but in a way
0: that in a way that adds to the merit of it, though, especially with yeah. someone like Denny Hamlin, especially with someone like Brad Keselowski, like, you know, guys who, for better or for worse, have more or less matured yeah, as as race car drivers, you know, in in that sense, right? Like they, I like they can look back and kind of see the air in their ways for the most part. I believe they can, and whether they're trying to move into that role or not, they have the experience to know that. Hey, I was told this. This is what happened when I did this. You know, they like it's. They have the they have the experience. That's what yeah. really. Yeah, that's all I'm really getting at. And then. I feel like, you know, obviously the young guys, especially this new way, like the, God, I'm that guy right now, the, the new way of young guys, the new way of young Noah guys Craigson. who are like fiercely independent in how they operate and drive and like they're quick and they're obviously quick and they're all really fast and they're all really talented, but, but there's a section of racing etiquette that just seems to be missing. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere in the DNA of the ladder system of NASCAR. There's just something missing in the racing etiquette area. I don't know what that is. I don't know who it was. I don't know where it died, but there's like, I, I, I'll I hear short track racers all the time. Like it's always a big debate. Like anytime Matt Weaver goes to some big short track race and some guy gets knocked out of the lead on the last lap, because of course he did. It's always a huge debate amongst that. Like, I love seeing that discourse and discussion, but I would love to know where exactly this 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 paradigm shift happened like yeah it, anywhere where that happened
2: and it's not to say that there's that there's no merit in what denny Hamlin or brad kizlowski have tried to say but it's more a matter of like race car drivers never forget so if you're gonna stand up on your your soapbox and try to preach about respect every other driver and fan is going to be like well what about this time when you did the thing yes hey
0: joe it's a podcast you don't have to raise your
1: hand <laughs> Yell at me for interrupting people. Yell at me for whatever. Ryan Newman, 2014, Phoenix. There it is.
0: I think that's a good. Yeah. Yeah. That was.
1: If that not, was a lot thrown out the window. If not that, Joey Logano, 2018, Martinsville, which isn't awful either. I don't. I think. don't think. I don't think I mean, that Newman one, one is really bad. Like, the Newman yeah. one.
2: The fact that there is so little outrage about that within NASCAR, like, really annoys no, me. I in appreciate
1: hindsight. it. I think it's awesome. I thought I it was great. I mean, I mean true Jeff Gordon, plenty of
2: outrage. You
0: got uh, well.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, like people discounted the man's whole career after that. Kind of, right? like, yeah. There, are, like, a lot of people were like, Ooh, "Ryan Newman was never that good." <laughs>
2: I mean, to be fair, I didn't think he was that good before that. So. Yeah, I didn't either.
0: But, <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I, but like we mentioned, we brought up a couple. We brought up a couple of, of things there, and like the Joey Logano one, and Matt Kenseth one was. Well, that was
2: like.
1: No, 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 oh, no. Oh wait,
2: I'm, when when, you just, was, uh, when he just pun. When he just yeah, True right? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I think
0: I, personally, I don't think that, that had as much not, of like a yeah. cultural shift as the Ryan Newman one. Ryan Newman being like. I, mean, I don't, don't think he was all that added, great, but, but Ryan Newman. Cliche. Ryan Newman was a moderately respected racer at that point, a veteran of the sport, and did what he had to do, quote unquote, to make his way into the final round of the chase. I think that probably had more of a like impact on the culture, like inside the garage area, than anything else. That's a good. That's a good idea. That's a good spot. I, I yeah. don't know if it was. I don't know if it's the major thing that we're talking about where racing etiquette went out the window, but that is a good turning point, at least in the Cup Series, you know?
2: Yeah. So, um, I think I'll, I'll wrap think us in a up. Just what, what one about. last closing thought on this. When, when we're talking about Joey Logano at Martinsville, I think the fact not that what Joey Logano did, but I think the fact that Martin Truex let him get away with it also kind of added to that is the fact that's, that's that Truex threatened to hold him accountable for it and then never did. Yeah. Granted, I think that's also another point.
1: He didn't really get a good chance to hold him accountable the next two races because Logano blew up in one, and I think lost transmission in the other. So,
2: no, no, 2018 was the year he won the title, and Logano passed yeah. him with like ten laps to go.
1: Right, but you're not wrecking a guy at a mile and a half. That's kind of, anyways. I mean, not what I'm trying to get. Logano's done I, it. So, well,
0: <laughs> also there, there's there you, you you real quick like. There's a lot of, there's a lot in between. There's a lot of variables. letting him guy around the outside, letting a guy around you on the outside, and then wrecking him. There's a whole yeah. middle area there. If if you're gonna say he's not gonna win the damn
2: war, and then you just lay over and let him go by, not I'm not saying he let him go by, but he put up such a little fight in that race. It was,
0: it was, it was quite pitiful.
2: You're a pushover at that point, and you're basically saying that that's how you can race me.
1: You oh, know what people think about Martin Trunks. Yeah. Um. Yep. In race in stupid online racing circles. Um, JTM merch <laughs> store, go buy some of our merch. Like me. We'd really appreciate it. Um, Bristol would love if you bought a Bristol producer shirt. I believe we're going to be giving one away a 1,000 subscribers, probably. You can get some kick-butt stickers. Uh, they are ginormous. You can get a coffee mug, like Davey's got there. Mm-hmm. Um, coffee cup, I guess. <laughs> um, still never got an email back from them, so uh, real quick, you can buy stuff off the JTM merch store on Spring. Um, I am constantly looking at different solutions for our merch because I'm not happy with that mug thing. I still have not gotten a response. Yeah. Um, I know I'm probably like telling you now not to buy our merch, but please buy our merch because it helps support us. Just you don't know. buy the mug yet. Yeah, don't buy the mugs yet. If you buy a t-shirt, they're pretty good.
2: Yeah. I have several, so... Yeah. Or the stickers. The
1: stickers are really good. And that's pretty, like, cheap way to help support us, yeah. too. So, you know, that'd be appreciated. IndyCar's back this week. Long Beach. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to kind of rattle through some racing here. But uh, <laughs> any thoughts, opinions? It's a Sunday at 3, I believe.
2: Uh, Long Beach is always great. Uh, it's one of the marquee IndyCar races, and I'm looking forward to it.
1: Will
0: Power's gonna win.
1: Yeah. I can
2: see it. Yeah.
1: Who won last year? Let's find out. That's a
0: good question.
2: 2021 IndyCar season. Uh, was it, pl- it was probably
1: Pello or Dixon. Long, Long
2: Beach. Nice
1: remember. Oh, it was. Uh, it was Herta. It was Herta. Oh, it was Herta. Okay. It was Herta. Yeah. That's right. So we'll see if Andretti can figure out their stuff for their other cars except her. Um yeah, Rossi.
0: Rossi's gonna break down or something again.
1: Rossi, yeah. <laughs> I think. What? Probably broken down in half the races what over the course of the last year and a half.
2: What well, racing we- god did Alexander Rossi piss off? <clears throat> like, oh my god. <laughs> that dude used up every
0: bit of racing luck like he has
1: I'm on the 500. Indianapolis
0: 500 win. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, pretty pretty good race to use up all your luck on, honestly. Yeah. We're yeah. Being real, it's like here.
2: him, Tommy Joe Martins, and Ken Roxon just hang out and they're like, man, our luck sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> so,
1: yeah.
0: Real and based. But real uh, and based.
1: I have to think the Penske's will be fast. Uh, Scotty obviously went in the first street course race of the year. Hmm new garden mm. kind of needs a win Excuse it me. feels like i don't know why it feels like that but it does he just won at texas i don't I know why won. i just said why that. are you saying that <laughs> see IndyCar, car this is why you need to put your races closer together yeah hey, joe while
0: you're busy paying attention to the fake racers podcast we pay attention to the news
1: <laughs> that's why i pay attention to the fake racers podcast because i know you're paying attention to the news
0: yeah, you see, it all works out. Why do you keep like, complaining? You spent all <laughs> podcasts complaining. All I've heard from Joe is meh, 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 No one else to do this. But then, like, we're the only we're, you. you can only remember Joseph Newgar won the dang old Texas. Right, dang old man. Tell you what, big old cowboy hat, man. Come on.
1: Okay,
2: Boomhauer. Jesus. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh,
1: but that was our IndyCar Long Beach preview. It will be fun. I think is the yeah. Consensus. IndyCar
2: good. That's my <laughs> IndyCar that's good. My that's really
1: all you need to know. Not yeah. going up against NASCAR this weekend too. All of these races are not going up against each other. It's beautiful. Good. It's beautiful. Good. It's yeah. Beautiful. Um. This... Sunday morning. Is this like the one a.m. race or is this? Uh, like it's eight a.m. Nine a.m.
2: Usually, uh, usually like the Australian Grand Prix comes on at like ten o'clock at night from where I am. So. Yeah, I so like probably like it. one a.m. for you guys. I'll
0: check the time. One
2: a.m. Eastern,
0: baby. Woo! Yeah.
2: Oh my god, I got it literally dead on.
1: <laughs> Sounds like I'm staying up to watch that one. Yeah, So what you're race saying, of the season, baby? Well, you, I'll actually track, get to
2: watch this one.
1: New so. track configuration.
2: Yeah, tweaked uh, oh, the right. sh- one of the chicanes a little bit. I think. Or, Which
1: one? Which one? Which one? Which one? Or DRS zones.
0: I got to see the new layout. I-, I totally forgot they did that.
1: I don't know. Oh, oh, you did. Wow. They,
2: uh, it's the back, essentially the backstretch section is, um, what oh. they modified.
1: It's okay. like so, gradually getting to an oval. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> good.
2: Yeah. Melbourne's usually a really good race. I really like Albert Park. Um, so Albert Park it. is
0: my favorite Formula One track.
2: Yeah. It just I feels wrong not starting the season there, though. I know! I know, yeah. it's so
0: weird. It's so weird. I absolutely you gotta adore s- Albert Park. I love watching races, I love driving it in the games. It's my favorite Formula 1 track.
2: Yeah.
1: You gotta start so the season in a track where you can be on a good time for America now.
0: Yeah. I guess. Lame.
1: Um, But four DRS zones this weekend, so that's cool and weird, I guess. Um,
0: yeah. Probably gonna be pretty fast. Have to Mercedes the aren't the Mercedes teams are gonna struggle pretty bad.
2: Dude, did you guys see missing. that video of uh, Lance Stroll's radio communications from the last week?
0: Um, I saw the video. I didn't listen. I didn't. Get oh to my god! To it, but I saw that there was some hoopla about it.
2: It's bad. Like Lance Stroll is basically straight up saying he's <laughs> like scared to push the car because it's so <laughs> unpredictable.
0: That's not good.
2: Yeah. It's unreal how badly Aston dropped the ball with that car. It's terrible.
0: That's sad. As a Sebastian yeah. Vettel fan, that's really sad. Yeah. Um, you you never want that. That's like the number one thing you don't want. You can build a bad race car, but if the driver has confidence in your car, you'll get something out of the out of the season eventually. Yeah. If yeah. the driver has and no confidence in the car, it's it's, it's chalked immediately.
1: And speaking of disqualified episode, of, yeah, I was gonna say. And speaking of bad race cars, you can now check out disqualified episode three. Right here.
0: Take your engine covers off, baby. It's time for yeah.
1: a wild ride. On JTN2. <laughs> um, or on your favorite podcast platform of preference. Uh,
2: uh, hopefully by the time you're hearing this, it'll be categorized under the right category because for some reason it's been listed under American football for the last three months. <laughs> um, so I literally <laughs> sent an email to support about it and I was like, I can't. Ch- I've, I've changed it and it won't change. Help. <sighs> <So. laughs>
1: That's awesome. You'd love to see it. Right love, love disqualified. All my homies love disqualified. Um, That's true. You can also use code JTN at circlebdiecast.com for free shipping on your order of twenty dollars or more. This was actually where our Circle B ad read was supposed to go, but it's okay. Yeah.
2: Um, I actually just bought some diecasts using code JTN to get free shipping yeah, on my got, order of twenty dollars or over. Did you get um
1: color chrome Bowman car? Or? I
2: did. I haven't reviewed it yet. I I was very busy last week. Oh wait,
1: no—that's the one you got in the mail. You still got to review yeah. Suarez. Camping I got to. I got um, to review that car. It's,
2: it's. Yeah, I bought. I bought some 164th though, and I'm gonna review those when they get here. What um, did you get? eventually.
1: Or is it a surprise?
2: Uh, I'll tell you after the show. It'll be a surprise. for Okay, the it'll be a surprise for the viewers. Yeah,
1: so I, I, mm. I'm excited to hear that. Um, yeah. So more diecast reviews here on JTNT. We also got that Elio Castro Neva's Indy 500 diecast review out, and apparently no one saw that it was out, so it's out. Go check it out. Out. Mm. It's out. Ow, ow, ow. Um, but yeah, we, we buy our circle or <laughs> we buy our diecast from circle B diecast. We, die, we
0: buy our circle B's from diecast. Yes, Go to diecast.com and under circle B to get the JTN
2: discount code.
1: Yeah. Uh, weren't you the ones saying too that you got like a little bit of a discount too on the cars when you entered our code?
2: Yeah, it was it knocked like 30 cents off the cars when I put it in as the coupon code. So uh, maybe I'm just imagining it, but I think no, I, it like I double applied it. So that was cool. Um eventually I'm gonna have to buy that picture of Casey Mears that Tommy picked and put it up there. So
1: <laughs> just
2: right in that empty spot. So
1: I still can't believe that's what you guys decided to do. You forgot about the <laughs> segment and then you just <laughs> pick garbage.
2: Yeah. Oh we didn't pick we didn't forget. That was planned. Tommy oh, No, yeah, that
1: was, that actually was planned,
0: yeah. Yeah, you're right. That actually was planned. That's not a
1: joke. If Tommy's running the show, I doubt anything's planned. <laughs> um okay
0: <laughs> okay you um. literally
1: opened up the show with that like i don't i don't uh, anyways at um, martinsville okay. trucks xfinity cup trucks on thursday uh so so after you're done watching the bomb squad cup series on jtn you could probably watch the end of the truck race because i remember we were going head-to-head with the bristol race in in uh september last year same amount of laps as the truck race and we finished before them so just a heads up <laughs>
2: Oh, my gosh. Good old truck series. Yeah.
1: And with, like, 50, 60 laps to spare, too. Like, it was <laughs> it was not close. And that race wasn't rain delayed.
2: Oh, my God. I can't imagine this week's race isn't going to be a mess.
1: Trucks at you Martinsville? Know, the,
2: la- the last trucks race at Martinsville went so well.
1: Kyle, Kyle <laughs> Busch is in the race, so that's cool. Right? I mean.
2: Yeah. So we're picking for second, basically. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Davy's gonna take Parker Klingerman.
0: Yeah, Parker Klingerman and Matt Jaskell.
1: <laughs> Matthew's gonna take Johnny Sauter.
2: No, I would rather eat my own shoe than root for Johnny Sauter. And you didn't? You um, don't
1: mean shoe?
2: No, uh, specifically. Oh, I can't reach it. This shoe. So, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hate myself and take Stuart Friesen again. It's gotta work eventually.
1: So Zane Smith is just going to keep winning races this year. He's uh, he's out to prove something should have been in the in the cup series if Ganassi doesn't fold. So yeah, there's Bristol too, making a little appearance. Hey, Bristol. Pretty cool. Pretty pretty baller of Bristol. There he is. yawning. So and you know, yeah. it's late. Um, what did I say? Oh, Zane Smith. That's who <laughs> I took. Him. Yeah, it's been a long two, three however many weeks.
2: Numbers, you know, yeah.
1: Davey, do you have anything to say? Because you're kind of, like, praying or something right now. No, I'm just
0: waiting to make my pick. For, for trucks. Oh, Xfinity? Xfinity? Okay, go yeah. ahead. Uh, Howie DeSavino third. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> who? <laughs> I have no idea who that is, if I'm being honest, Davey.
1: He's, he's driving for Tommy Joe, right?
2: Oh.
0: Are we not all picking? Who's are we? Are we done yeah, picking? Am I the only one yeah,
2: well, turn. I'm I'm looking at the entry list, and I was asking who it's Howie Dizovino is, and nobody answered me.
0: <laughs> there he is. There's his name. I see him right oh there. God,
2: I hate it here. Uh, give me. Oh, Junior's in this race. Give me Junior.
1: If Junior wins, that would be so cool, but it probably won't happen. So.
2: I might actually cry.
1: <laughs> so hopefully, he qualifies for the race. can you imagine i'm gonna pick jr and
2: he's gonna blow up in qualifying
1: i think he'd get past champions most likely maybe so i don't know i don't know if that's for full-time people but it's dale jr so they'll probably make like a 39th entry for him or some yeah
2: they'll have a fan vote for the last uh entry
1: (laughs) he'll buy his way into the race yeah um I am gonna take Josh Berry because he needs Ew. something good to happen. It seems like after the start to the year that he's kind of had hasn't been great, hasn't been bad, but yeah, seems like he needs a win. He's really
2: he's- good at running like seventh right now,
1: which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, and the Cup Series, Davey Josh Balicki <laughs> get sticky for Balicki, baby.
2: Yeah. Um. Is Greg Biffle in the field this week?
1: Nope.
0: Dang it. I would have <sighs> picked him.
2: How about uh, Kaz Gralla?
1: Gralla in the field?
2: Or wait. Oh, okay, no. The 50 car isn't in the field this week. Uh, You know, I'm going stupid. Give me Stenhouse. I'm feeling dangerous.
1: I'll take AJ Allmendinger. All right. We all went off the board there. Yeah. AJ should have won this race in 2012, so. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan Newman.
2: Meanwhile, I'm leaving Martin Truex, who's won like three of the last five Martinsville races out there. But there's no fun you know. in that. There's yeah. no
1: fun in that. Um. Anyways, that's our episode this week. Good job, guys. We're under 50 minutes right now. Before Hey-o. exit stuff. Because we're good at
0: this.
2: Just uh, we're speed running the podcast.
1: Of course. What's our
2: split? Min maxing it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah.
2: Um, do we have any, oh, actually, I just remembered something that we missed, missed on the, uh, um, Xfinity race finish discussion, which was when John Hunter Nemechek was talking about the finish. And it was like, nobody, nobody remind John Hunter about the, uh, Mosport finish when he did something even worse.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but he got his butt kicked. So, I mean, yeah.
2: And I tweeted that. I was like, he's not wrong but John Hunter's the last person to talk about etiquette on track <laughs> especially what he did at the truck race in Atlanta. So. <laughs> yeah. We're all hypocrites here.
0: Agreed. We yeah. love hypocrites.
1: Anyways, folks, thank you for watching this week. We really appreciate you for watching or listening, I guess you could be listening. Yeah. I don't know why you want to look at our ugly mugs. Um, Davy is going to go get something apparently. So that's cool um don't know what he's doing don't know maybe yeah. doordash something um, he does this he does do this he just randomly So matthew uh you said you got some diecast reviews on their way what else you got a- a- cooking
2: um that's a good question i don't really know
1: <laughs> are we gonna get another episode uh, of disqualified or are they gonna be like once every couple months like what's i that? was actually
2: going to post today and be like hey do we want to record this sunday but the next episode of disqualified will be on Quite possibly the worst Formula One team of all time. Yes, worse than life. Uh, for those in the know, it's a little team called Andrea Moda. So that'll be a a, a doozy of a story if you guys l- uh, listen to that episode. Um, also, you can find me on Twitter at MSteelman51. And uh, like I said, I posted a rare photo or video on Instagram, uh, the underscore unofficial underscore Bay. Um, so you can go watch me and my roommate ride a side hack BMX bike around the BMX track. And I'm going to try to get some, I want to try to take some photos and videos of me doing bike stuff uh, at the park. So get yeah. That content. That's where you can find
1: me. Yeah. yeah. How's Provo coming?
2: Uh, it's going on. All right. I haven't worked on it in a hot minute. Cause I've it's just been stop
1: motion making goes usually.
2: Yeah. I, you know, bowling season just wrapped up and I was like, okay, I got Tuesday nights available now. So that's cool. Um,
1: well, Hey, sounds like you can come watch the Maverick Cup series with me in the book. I can.
2: Maybe. We'll see. Um <laughs> if you need anybody to broadcast, I am willing to step in. But I'm just saying, might be weird for me to jump in when I don't know anybody. So
1: <laughs> That's what everyone um, says. Real quick. That's yeah. what everyone says. Like what? Weaver said that, Davy said that. Like Tommy and Ricky were the only two that didn't say that because they've been doing this like from the jump.
2: Yeah. And
1: like that is the dumbest excuse. Like what do you what you think I know everyone on a personal level that we've ever broadcast for? <laughs> <Davey>. <laughs> like I don't I don't understand that. When you guys say that, it just it kind of makes it grinds my gears a little bit, you know. I don't
2: know. That's just my I understand I've the concern. I've never done it before. <laughs> but
1: it's like it's like I got you. Hey, yeah, you did. you did yeah. it for Fast 29.
2: I'm back. Yeah, but I know everybody because I've been in. I own the USRL.
1: It doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> I'm matter I'm if back. you know the racers. I'm, I'm back. Hey, you won't. You'll never talk to That's half me. of them. It feels yeah, like. Yeah, true. Hello, hello, Davy. That's Davy. He's uh, for our audio listeners. He has his karting suit on. Yeah, his helmet. <laughs> he looks like a tool. <laughs> <laughs> he heard that one,
2: Davey, oh. Where can we find you on social media?
1: You can. In the race car,
0: baby. In the old office. You can find me there.
2: You can find me at, at generic race car Have driver. Have a good
0: night. You can find me in the office, baby. I'm at the office. In the, <laughs> I've got to go testing. And then i got to go cycle in the Alps. I'm a Porsche factory driver. I didn't pay for it. My My job did.
1: Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Is he just trying to end the show? I just... <laughs> I just want to see how long this goes for, honestly. <laughs> I think this is good content. Um, But if you want to find out more about Davey, we got all his links posted down in the description below. I'm not going to read them off, because apparently he doesn't want to read them off either. you uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> with all that being said, folks, make sure if you haven't already, you, drop a, uh, a, you subscribe to us here over on JTN2. I uh, haven't had any new subscribers in a hot minute here, so it would be really appreciated if you did. Um, you no, know, we've kinda turned everything upside down by moving the podcast over here to JTN too. Um, but we really appreciate you folks that have already come over and we hope that more of you keep uh making migrating your way on over. The audio listeners have been the number those numbers have been up, so that's really awesome. Um yeah. you didn't see anything. Um so that's been really awesome to see. Drop a like on the video as always. Check out normal JTN. Make sure you're subscribed over there if you're new to this, because over there we do all our live race sim racing broadcasting. Um, which is a lot of fun, um, a lot of great races, a lot of great racing, a lot of great other stuff. So that's always good, too. With all that being said, though, folks, cannot thank you enough for tuning in to this week's edition of the Fake Racers podcast for Davy Hazard, for Matthew Steelen, for Bristol, our producer. i Joe Twansky. Thank you for watching. We'll see you guys next time right here on Fake Racers podcast.
0: Lamar's scary. <laughs>